Blog Talk Radio.
But you're all right. I don't have a double D. I have a triple And knowing that, tomorrow will be uh, another piece of work I'm going to do. And most of the people that show up for the Sabbath day should be there properly in the afternoon to put on a demonstration. Because it's not so simple. We're always coming up with new and exciting things for the ministry of Yakwa. And that's the eldest job. And once again, we need to move into newer technology to make this world of Yakwa more interesting visually and physically. Visibly being there in the temple of Yakwa and presenting this information as a truly written. And I need to, do I need to remind you? This is why we're here to help guide you through these dark times. A bad teaching that you can only go to. Loud bump the drum, the right of learning. We welcome and thank all of you for sending a live broadcast of Black Rock Ministry. We come to your lives, as usual, with the word of Black Rock, always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Black Rock, connecting the Bible books with help and food keep in the Sabbath And we do all this because you have not. This information that all you are listening is going to see and have to listen to the You've now found that in the voices of the truth, right? Glad you got Normal days they are open from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And those normal days are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Having no class in season unless you have a high day or a special event. However, on the part of Sabbath, which is Friday today, our Online class starts at 7 30 to 10 30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath, which is 30, is 4. We have a simple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 10 to 4 p.m. and so the second class is all the Now we also have a website class. You can use this on any one of your systems in your smart devices. In the trial you have done, after systems, December big one, you will see support. One will be tired enough. Just go down and follow those instructions. On any other device, you might see many of them. But after talking in, it's still too short. Of course, you will see the and doing very good numbers. But it tells all of us to read the book of Psalms. Chapter 96, page 7, and verse number 8. 7 tells, given to the author, and continues to the people. Yes, of the Yahweh, glory and strength. Eight, give unto Yahweh, glory and strength. Bring an and come into your court. Now, I always remind you, what are you doing? Do remember that Yahweh loves your position. And also, the donation that is greatly appreciated. If you give according to the Bible scriptures that are written in the book of the Bible.
They also have a live phone now. It's available during our book. The center of the is your life. And that's the thing that's the voices of the field life. By the ground now. And click the real live button to send you the It's a way into our life online. We even have a few moments of the call with that one month. The first year in our live conference line is the screen on that. That is the seven, six, zero, six, five. The other is two, two, four, six, zero, zero, five, five, seven, nine. This will be our international. If you can call and use the message from their scripture, if you can ask questions, this can be answered by anyone who sits in the hands of that life. But also, do not call this number trying to teach. Also, you can order the number one the website and be needed. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and the will receive a On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us. The email, phone, or text for broadcast or after. You might imagine if she was pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station Stockholder, Mr. Seagull, man, and I could know them all most of our first week. But even now, in addition to that, the writer is not. So, please, if you're in the last time, it's before the school hill, by 579. And especially with this, you're always going to call back. Unless the call is trying to As I said, we're all here as but it happened in this the beginning of October. Not to worry, you can catch the entire show today after 10 a.m. Just send us new words in your system. That's what video line. And after 10 a.m., wait for the voices of the third right. Just see the program you're in right now. And it will be very appealing. I'll be on a normal broadcast. We're also saying things to translate on telephone. So can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, or computer. You can tell me now it's happening. Just download the telephone app. You'll be listening on the ethnic group. African Americans. The voices of the children. Right in the job. Just find a room with a 50 or more listening to people. That's why we're also working for a Bible education. And online as a counselor, it's almost a little bit of a counselor. We'll be over with the kids along with the Israel driving their time. And at that time, no counselor is on topic any more than two sets of counselors for the counselor. He was a tenure at teaching on counselor. That'll be a, a continuing note. When you're good enough to take this to sleep, I repeat. Take to hear and go to sleep. So the words of Yahweh will take you. Remember that we have over 900,000 years that came into the righteous world of God. And that's a lot of people that want to hear the right thing and not set up confusion. As we are given a reminder in verse 17, chapter 14, we do this, we always keep the pictures in mind. 
But you find those kind of women, they're the ones that miss all the alcohol books get into them. Because these are the first of them, as it says in 29, chapter 14, verse 26. And 26 says, But the company, which is the right to see, from the Father, which is in my name, he shall teach me all things, and all things that you remember, whatsoever I have said unto you. And that can be done if you don't do what they say in the book of the rock, chapter 11, verse 8. They say, don't come out, but I've heard the call. Neither in the red men. But we often see in the temple, when they say they're being there, you might hear someone hollering out, I got that, I got that. And well, don't forget, Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 13. Speaks about that. He didn't see that Elm didn't matter. So he or she it with flowers, shining on him and her. So we know that there is another day for the rule of Yahweh. Nothing has changed except the people that come to Yahweh's work. It's always a good thing. And so it's just commended. When we saw them, some felt in the same way you hear the crisis, they're casted behind their back. Only one you hear even verses from the Bible. And even taking those verses mean another way. Along with the noise, the complaint, the deceptive list, oh, and don't forget the page flippers, the ones that look like they're trying to think of, but are completely lost in the mouth of people. They're truly forgotten. They're only one man or one woman. And seriously, time is not an opportunity, but the best is yet to come. We have to remember, we can only do 100% of what one man or one woman says all the children to do in this life. And that's at all possible. Because if anyone has even done more, it's just right. And now they're doing the work of another. And we have to remember that that's it. Now that's on top. We've been given a reminder. And that's just chapter 19, verse 26. Let's see what that. According to the Lord, the Lord is holy. The Lord is holy. The men is in power. The Lord is holy. So we can find out what our responsibilities are. We can pass our program over to our field. We can pass our program over to our field. We can Hallelujah. Uh, I'm going to be a little long when it gives you a chance to uh, check your battery. Uh, your audio is kind of down low, but I was kind of trying to do what I had to do, so I'm, I'm going to give you time to kind of get your audio together and, and all that old good stuff together. And, and that give me a chance to be a little long when it's on the top part of the Sabbath day, because I got a lot of memos on the table anyway, and I want you to spread the books out there, Hilda. But we want to kind of make it the best way we can right now. And so we'll be a little long with Let me see. It's going to be a little long with you trying to change your microphone. I mean, your barriers in I the think microphone. I think it might be up in audio right now. I might be up in audio right now. How's that sound? 
that's pretty. That's pretty better. That's pretty good. Pretty good. A little bit better. A little bit better. Okay. I, I heard you on well, greater, greater uh, okay. times than that. Step up. So you know, I don't mind being wrong. Step up to the plate. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me a couple of times. Cause I hear um, a lot of things going. I just got a lot of memos on the table. You know, I, I made a statement yesterday about Nigeria and tracing back Erie. And I want to take a look at that because I got a lot of memos on on that conversation based upon uh, Erie. You know, who is Erie and stuff like that. So it give me a chance to take a look at a few things. I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it spirit led, but we do have been there and done that. Because one thing about it, and matter of fact, I, I got it's a verse that I'm looking for. Uh, let's see, what that verse to be about. Uh, it'll come to me in a minute, Elder. So um, let me let me play something. Then I give me a chance to think about that. And we'll give some Luke twelve twelve, and we just um. We just kick it around a little bit until, like I said, the rest of um, the ones in Camp One step to your plate and ready to holler in the microphone. So we'll do the best we can. Let me play something that off the machine that was played to me, and that give you a chance to change the microphone even better because, you know, you got to wait up. Check it and make sure you're hitting hard and grand style. I'm going to play this for a minute. Okay.
Because when you said black, everybody got a different interpretation for black. But they had no problem on anybody else's nationality. So you got to examine yourself. If, if a quiz was asked to your loved one, China, what you say, you would say whatever. Russia, you would say that. Then they'll say black. Then you will be all over the place. You see that? Just that you know, we got a lot of work to do. That's why it's so important about the school. And we're going to play it one more time. And that's, I know it's kind of, kind of statically, but come off the after thing to the tape so we can play it. And so you see, I don't care how smart you are, you ask 99%. Of the people that is called African American Negroes, or don't don't mess around and ask their children. They all over the place. See, one more time. Listen to this. Things so 
You go ahead and take your time and let's comment on it before we get to Luke 12, 12. What you got to say on what you just got through here and come on. My thing on that is that when you get one person that's confused and they are very loud, they get a whole bunch of people to uh, cheer in with them. And the next thing you know, you got a whole crowd doing the same thing. And um, you'll, you'll see that in meetings, politics, on the job. You get people rooting in with you. But when uh, they find out they're wrong, it gets quiet. You hear nothing. And sometimes you even hear that in the temple. Or I've even seen them get up and walk out. That's a shame. Except that you're wrong, that leads you more into righteousness. And some people don't take that uh, for granted. Knowing that you're wrong helps you know that's what is right. So, I don't know. You've got a lot of people that have to uh, reach out and grab that, what you said. And that's called correct teaching. That's all I have to say on that one. I'll leave you off Okay. All right, I'll leave you off Well, that's, see, that's why it's so important when we talk about land, school, and banquet hall, and those that get in where they fit in, and let's get something going on, because we have degrees on the wall, and we know what right now, if we act, forget about asking children, because the children are going to learn from their parents. And their parents will stick them off into these schools so fast and tell the school system to teach them. And guess what? They'll be confused. They'll make statements. And and the statement is not correct. And so you know they're going to pass it on. You know, just like um, what we get ready to touch on now, spirit-led, showing you how they make their mistakes. And they make their mistakes a lot of ways, uh, Elder. But... It's a mistake they made. The verse won't come to me right now, but uh, since you got your saying in, look right down at Luke chapter 12, verse number 12. Let's see will that help those see out fine. Let's see what Luke 12, my fact, read verses 11 and 12. Luke chapter 12, verse number 11 and 12. What did it say that elder, Mr. Tibbs, Israel? Come on. Top part of the Sabbath day. Come on. Okay. Let's see if I can read that and get it across uh, kind of clear. Hoping that I don't have no background audio. Luke chapter 12, verse Oh, you sound good. All right. You, sound, 11, you, sound, you, sound, like, you sound like Mr. Tibbs now. Mr. Tibbs, Israel. Now you sound good. Okay, Luke chapter 12, verse 11, and verse number 12. 11 says, And when they bring you into the synagogue, and unto the magistrate and powers, take ye no thought on what thing ye shall answer or what ye shall say. 12. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right, Elder. The, the righteous spirit would teach you in that very same hour 
what you ought to say. That's true. That's true. Well, I was uh, compounding on this lesson just on the wrong. And I made myself a note. It says what note I made myself. We have been taught what to think. See that? We have been taught what to think. And what else I say? Not taught how to think. We are at the mercy of the teller. See, we at we at mercy of the teller because we don't know the Bible order of things. See, Yahweh is an order. He's an order man. How he how he operates. He do everything in order. That's how he operates. So, um, matter of fact, we open up in Psalm chapter 50 there. We'll, we'll, we'll look at the 50th chapter and we'll look at verse 16. We'll look at 50, verse number 16. That's what we do. We'll open up right there, you know, 50, verse 16, and let's find out. Something on the way of find out something. Fifty, verse number sixteen. What does it say there? Looking at uh, Psalms chapter fifty, verse number sixteen. Sixteen says, "But unto the wicked, Yahweh said, What hast thou to do to declare my statutes before instructed, or that, or that thou shouldest take my covenant in thy mouth?" Now go ahead. Continue. So now, so 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 Elder, he's talking about the wicked have no business taking his covenant to come out of their mouth. Now, since you paused on that, that must meant that I must have I have to precept that and find out exactly more about what you just said because you paused. And we did say continue reading since you did pause on it. That means I must I got to stop and do some precepting on that. He said the wicked should not be even talking Bible. That's what he just said. Now in Second Thessalonians chapter four, there, Elder. Second Thessalonians chapter four, we're gonna pick it up at verse number. Eight. Second Thessalonians chapter four. Pick it up round by verse number eight. That's what we're gonna do. Second Thessalonians chapter four and verse eight. Since you paused on that wicked, that means we got to precept a little bit. It wasn't no accident for you doing that. So now. And Second Thessalonians four verse eight. Let's read. Let's read a little bit there. Elder, come on. Okay. Uh, only go up to chapter three. It's a short uh, chapter. We'll make it two verse four. Thank you, Elder. Make it two verse four. Make it two verse four. Second Thessalonians chapter two. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Looking at verse number four. Four says, 
who opposes and exalted himself above all that is called Yahweh, or that is worship, so that he as Yahweh sitteth in the temple of Yahweh, showing himself that he is Yahweh. Still there, you still there, or did you just break up, or what happened? Uh, no, I'm there? still there. Can I be heard? Can you hear me? Yeah, you you been here. I'll read that verse again, Elder. Okay. Verse number four. Who opposes and exalted himself above all that is called Yahweh, or that is worship, so that he, as Yahweh sitteth in the temple of Yahweh showing himself that he is Yahweh. Well, when you read, you read, to, see, there's two ways to read that word called who opposes. You can say in the question or you can make in the statement. You read it like it's um, a question, but it's a statement. It says, this what he do, who opposes. This what he do, this wicked oppose everything. It's not who do it. You was reading it like it's a statement. I mean, like it's a question, but it is a statement. He's letting you know that who opposes and exalts himself above all that's called Yahweh. And he sits in a temple as Yahweh, showing himself that he is Yahweh. So this is, this, this is a flat-out telling those of Paul's time. If somebody gonna come on the scene, they're gonna oppose everything that's written in this Bible, and it's gonna make him wicked. Now that's more of a statement after the question. Now, verse nine. What it say in verse nine? Okay, in verse number nine, even him coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs of lying wonders. So this wicked poses everything. He got, he is the working of who? This wicked, he, that means he's the working of who else? Uh, who, who is propping him up again according to verse 9? Satan, all power. Satan. Satan. And, and it, it tells you the wicked. The, that means it's going to be the number one wicked, according to what, you know, since you pause there. So you see in verse 8, you said the wicked. That means it's going to be the number one wicked. And this number one wicked, he's going to oppose. Everything that the Bible says, he's going to impose it, and he's going to get on those that have cocked in learning. Okay, good. Now, let's, see, let's find out who this wicked is. Let's get right to the chase, because we got a long way to go. We're just going to pick, pick this thing apart a little bit. So who is this wicked that is controlled by Satan the devil, that opposes everything in his Bible? Who is it? Go to Malachi chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. And put a little more audio in that, in that comeback there, you know? Put a little more audio in that comeback 
Because remember, got over 900,000 plus on the international side, and they need to know this soundly as we just walk down through top part of the Sabbath day. So who is this wicked that we can read? And he's and he after the working of Satan the devil. So who is this wicked? We're going straight to Malachi chapter one, verse three and four, and put a little audio into there, young. I mean, uh, elder. Let's even find out who this. If we get on down the road on something else, come on. In the book of Malachi chapter one, reading verses three and verse number four, three says, "And I hated Esau." and laid his mountains and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. Or, whereas Edom said, we are improvised, but we will return and build the desolate places. Thus says the Yahweh of hosts, they shall build, but I will throw down. They shall call them the borders of wickedness, and the people against whom the Yahweh had indignation forever. So now, El, who is this wicked that controlled by Satan the devil? And the seer of Malachi, come back and read verse 1 1, then take a deep breath and read 3 and 4 again. Come back to Malachi 1 1, then read verse 3 and 4, then let this National audience understand who is wicked that we is reading that was prophesied in Psalms chapter 50, verse 16. Look at Malachi 1 1, then read verse 3 and verse 4. In the book of Malachi, chapter 1, verse number 1, 1 says, The burdens of the world of the Yahweh of Israel by Malachi. So this is a burden. Hold on, hold that point. Hold that point, Elder. So this burden, the angel brought it down to Malachi to say, he said, hey, Malachi, what? He said, are you the fear of the hour right now? He said, yeah. Well, I've got a burden for you to go tell the children of Israel. It's going to be a burden on them what you're going to tell them. Now, since we set the stage up, it's a burden. And the seer's job is to tell you about the burden. See, seer's job is not to come always patting you on the back and tell you some smooth stuff. No, we're going to tell you what the Bible says. So now Malachi had to go back to the children of Israel and tell them what in verse 3 and 4. What happened? Uh, reading verse number 3. Three says, And I hated Esau and laid his mountains and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. Whereas Edom said, we are improvised, but we will return and build desolate places. Thus says the Yahweh of hosts, they shall build, I will throw down. They shall call themselves the border of wickedness, and the people against whom the Yahweh had indignation forever. He said, I'm in promise, promise. I mean, I'm in, they was once upon time. They're going to lose everything they got. Then they're going to regain everything they got. They're going to build again. All this going to happen. They're going to build again. 
But Yahweh said, yeah, you're going to build again, but I'm going to throw down again for the final time. So everything was told right there in Malachi, but else. Uh, sit you in that microphone and tell the national audience, according to what you're reading right now, he's talking to Israel about this wicked. So who is this wicked that we can read? And the peoples of the wicked that we can read in verse 3 and 4 for the national audience. Take your time and look at 3 and 4 and break that down for the national audience. Verse 3 and verse 4. Okay, reading verse 3. It says, And I hated Esau and laid his mountains and his heritage to waste for the dragons of the wilderness. Well, he definitely said he hated Esau in that verse. And verse number four, and whereas Edom said, we are improvised, and we will return and build desolate places, thus says the Yaquah of They shall build, but I will throw down, and they shall call themselves the borders of wickedness, and the people against whom the Yaquah had indignation forever. And so the people, I would imagine, that followed uh, Esau, Yaquah, had indignation for them. That's hatred. Forever. Mm-hmm. So you so 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 you draw the conclusion on the people that follow Esau is up on that. So that so that what you got out of that elder? So that what you got out of that the, the people that follow Esau? That's what you get out of that verse. That's a plural statement. The people against whom the Aqua had indignation. That's not the person. That's the people. And that's what you get out of that, huh? Okay. Huh? That's what I got. Let's see what um, it's supposed to be gotten. It's next. That's it. After you read verse 3 and 4. Now, I'll tell you what I do. I'll read three and four. We got nothing but time. I'll read verse three and four. Let me see. If I read three and four, go back over, you know, I'm going to go back over. Matter of fact, it's a verse saying that. It's a verse it's saying that. Um, and... Let's go to the eighth chapter of Acts. You know, it's a verse, it's a precept to that. We're going to Acts chapter eight. Got plenty of time. Plenty of time. How far the seventh day, all locations open. So let's let's um let's say about a tenor, we just can go through the tenor. We're going to Acts chapter eight, Elder. And we're gonna look at verse number twenty nine. Acts chapter eight. Verse twenty nine. Let's let's see what let's see what's going on. Twenty nine, top part of seventh day. Then we gonna we gonna get on a lot of things in this lesson. But let's get started with this. We got sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta you know when you get in the kitchen you gotta get things out the way real good. Then you cook real good. So we wanna get this out the way. For the national audience sake. So now, what you reading, Elder? Oh, looking at the Book of Acts, chapter eight, 
You said verse 29. 29. Yeah, pick up verse 29. Let's read a little bit. Okay. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself unto to this chariot. 30. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Elias and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I except some man should die? And Philip desired that he would come up and sit with him. Uh-huh. 32. And the place of the scripture that's which good. he read was this. That's, that's good. That's good. I, I can take from there. That give you a chance to, you know, point the belt at at, at old, old Robo over there, get Robo kind of quiet. And what I do, I bring Mother Mother Eon came on stage for the nice episode, top part of seven days. I give you a chance to kind of, you know, um, give you a chance to get old Robo right for the top part of seven days. Tell Robo, get look Robo, get in the corner. And, uh, and let me holler in that microphone real good. So um, I'm trying to bring Mother E in part of the Sabbath day, but I'm having a problem doing that because the WCC saying, you know, um, see, don't forget, this is my radio broadcast, not yours. Okay. I'm saying that. Uh, Mother E, Mother E. Are you coming on stage for the top part of the Sabbath day to holler in that microphone? Let's find out what Mother E got going on. Mother E, try Yahweh Judah. Yahweh bless you, Israel. Yahweh bless you, see Israel. A see God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, there, Mother E. Now, Mother E, we read a verse. And, um, matter of fact, uh, I want you to read that verse. Malachi chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Then once you read that verse, I want you to expound on what, what that verse is saying. I want you to expound on it once you read it. Malachi chapter 1, verse 3 and verse 4. Then I want you to expound on it after you read it. What does it say there, Mother E? Malachi 1. Verse 3 and 4, then let me hear what you get out of Malachi 1, verse 3 and 4. The book of Malachi, chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Malachi, chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Uh, Malachi, chapter 1, verse 1, 3 and 4. Okay. Malachi chapter 1, verse 1. The burden of the word of the Yahweh to Israel by Malachi. Verse 3. And, and I hated Esau and laid his mountains and his heritage waste for the dragon of the wilderness. Verse 4. Verse Edom, Esau said, We are in poverty. But we will return and build the desolate place. Thus said the Yahweh of hosts, they shall build, but I will throw down. 
and they shall call him the border of weakness, and the people against whom Yahweh held in the nation forever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, mother, for the national audience, uh, break that down, and what you what do you get out of verse three and four? Let's see what you get out of verse three and four. Come on. Okay, in verse uh, three. Um, it's talking about Israel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the burden of the word of the Yahweh to Israel by Malachi. Verse three is talking about Israel, and verse I mean verse one is talking about Israel. Well, well, hold on, well, hold on, mother. Well, well, hold on, mother. Hold on, hold on. Now, verse one is the seer receiving information from the angels to tell Israel about something totally different in verse three. Now, verse 3 is totally different. Malachi's right. message was to go to Israel. Mm-hmm. So when the angels do show up, their message is to go to Israel and forewarn Israel about things to come. So Malachi was put in that position to go and warn Israel about something in verse 3. So he warning Israel about something three. So what I do, I'll read verse three. I'll read verse three with that understanding. So the seer now have found himself around all Israel. Now did not now he get ready to tell Israel something that Yahweh said. He said, verse three, Yahweh speaking to Malachi. Malachi got the message. Now he's been delivered. Yahweh said, verse 3, and I hate Esau. Mm-hmm. Telling Israel. Israel through Malachi from Yahweh where he stands about Esau. Mm-hmm. I hate Esau. That's what he's saying. Still, Malachi is relating the message and lays his mountains and his inheritance for the dragons in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. So now he's saying, prophesizing that I'm going to take them out of power. So this happened in 198 AD when Septimus Severus came in and jumped the Romans just when this happened. Then he says in verse 4, wherein Edom said, meaning he know what Edom's Edom going to say back in the past. He know what Edom's going to say in the future. He said, whereas Edom said, we are in improvised. Mm-hmm. That means that they was going to lose everything they had. And they did lose everything they had, 198 A.D. to 1496. 
until 1496. They was out of power. They was out of power until 1496. That's when Isabella and Pharaoh jumped up and beat the children of Israel upon the banner of being Islamic. Verse 4, wherein Edom said we are in promise, mm-hmm. but we will return and build the desolate place. Okay, good. They have returned. After 1492, they have returned, and they're building big skyscrapers everywhere. Everywhere you go, they build them big skyscrapers. They got concrete everywhere with grass at. Everything looks in their eyes everywhere. Good. But then, thus says Yahweh hosts. But now, so Nebuchadnezzar is talking to the children of Israel as they was marveling at this conversation. Thus says Yahweh hosts. This dear Malachi talking. Thus says Yahweh hosts. They, who is the day? Esau and his five sons shall build. I mean, they're going to pull it off. Malachi tells children of Israel, they're going to pull it off. They're going to build skyscrapers, and we see now they have built up everything. They're going to do it, and they have did it. He says, I will throw down. Now look what he says. Now look what he says. Now, mother, let's see the prophecy of this is what he's saying right here. Now, we're going to go and read a verse in Revelation 1.21. Let's see when did, when did this happen, but I will throw down. Knowing that you have built, and all we look all over the world now, we see Esau have built everything. He got high skyscrapers everywhere, nothing no higher, space travels. They've done everything. They don't it all. No problem. But we have the ability to go in the Bible, the greatest piece of the literature it is, and we can read, but I will throw down. Okay, good. We can go read when he's going to throw down. Revelation one twenty one. Let's see when he's going to throw down, mother. And Revelation one twenty one. when is he going to throw down? The book of Revelation. Chapter 1, verse 21. The book of Revelation. Go to make it 18. Make it make it 18. Make it 1821. Thank you, mother. Yeah, make it 1821. Revelation I got distracted 18. just that quick. We'll make it 1821. Okay. Put up. Make it 1821. When when is this going to happen that we can read? 21. The book of Revelation, 18, chapter 18, uh-huh. verse 21. 21. And the mighty angel took up a stone, like a great millstone, and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus will with violence shall that great city, Babylon, be thrown down, and shall be found no more. At all. Take that sound. Now, Elder, or oh, Mother, now we want to comment on that. 
You mean in this verse right here, in this verse right here it says, and I will throw down. And now we know when he's going to throw down and how he's going to throw down. So you see, that's why I say, remember I read earlier, that's what I read earlier. I made myself a note. That's what I read. We have been taught what to think. Not taught how to think. See, Yahweh got an order about everything, and his order is his Bible. But if you let anybody stand before you and don't have no Bible open, that's a shame. Because you're supposed to be taught better than that. Hey, Mr. T, read that for me in First Peter 4, verse 10 and 11. So like I said, again, we're going to get on what we got to get on, but we're going to see, we got to be, when we jump down this Bible, we got to know what we're saying. So that's why it's so important about land school, banquet hall, radio station. We're just not reading verses. Matter of fact, Mother, what do we say in St. John 3, 11? What do St. John 3, 11 say that we can read? St. John 3, verse 11. Okay, yeah, I'll get there. St. John 3, verse 11. St. John, chapter 3. Verse 11. St. John chapter 3, verse 11. Very, very, truly, truly, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen and and you receive not our witness. Uh-huh. So, Mother, we supposed to do what, Mother, according to verse 3? The six anointed camps of bosses of a Jewish life supposed to do what? According to 11 verse 3. Speak what they do know. Speak what we know. Not they. Speak what we know. We speak what we know. See, that's the bottom line. We ain't bumming around with this thing. We know what we're talking about because we speak what we know. Mm-hmm. See, we speak what we know. Now, precept that to Michael, chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. See, the six anointed camps, I got my eye on all six of you camps. You don't have to speak what you know. You can't be thumbing around just saying the whole up is up. Because we we have read all of the world speak. Like, I hope we get get on this right here now. We will get on this shortly. We are read the world speech. The world speech is not connecting the books properly. We're gonna show you how to con- connect the books properly. You got to have Yahweh to come in and guide you the rest of the way. But you got to be honest. And you got to be about this man's business, 
then he will suck with you. But if you ain't honest uh, about this man's business, they're going to get away from you every time. You've got to be about Yahweh's business. Then in that very same hour, he'll lay it out to you what you need to know to help those all over the world that need a lot of help. We're going to show you in this lesson because we read last night lesson about a tribe called Erie. That tribe, Erie, I won't talk about that, but I won't take care of this first. I want to get on Erie, the tribe of Erie. I want to get on that. I know. What is that? I know. We'll talk about it later. But, Mother, you read Micah chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. What does it say? The book of Micah, chapter 3, verse 1 and verse 2, verse 1. And I said, Here I pray you, O heads of Jacob, and you, prince of the family of Israel, is it not for you to know judgment? Verse 2. Who has, who hated the good and loved the evil? Who plucked off their ends from off them and their blood from off their bones? You hear the man saying, Mother? He said, he said, it's just nothing for the 12 tribes of Israel. He said, you, you love. He said, you don't like the good. You love evil. You don't, mm-hmm. never, you don't never want to do nothing good. He said, and what you do, you'll pluck off the skins of the righteous. He said, you don't want to do right. So Micah had to go back to the children of Israel and tell them. He said, don't you supposed to be one that know this judgment? Why are you if love wickedness and you do not love good? He said, you don't love good, Israel. And that's exactly what's going on today. We don't love good. Now, what's good? Next week on the 13th, it is Passover. Is there any buzz going on for Passover next week? Next week is Passover. Passover, when he passed over you and done in the children of Ham. Passover. You ain't got no buzz about Passover. All feast is the white garments on Passover with fringes on it. Then after Passover, it's unleavened bread. That's the first day of unleavened bread. Again, white garments with fringes on it. Israel, you supposed to know judgment. Huh? That's why you gotta speak what you know. Passover. When the sun go down on the thirteenth, it is Yahweh's Passover. When he passed over you that believe and put the sons of Ham and destroyed them to this day. Everything this man tell you he's going to do, he have done and are going to do it. And he'll pick the ministry to tell you to rehearse the righteous act to you, according to 511 in the book of Judges. So we come on that way six nights a week to re- rehearse the righteous act to you. And we, sh- and we can tell you when you're in order when you're not in order. From what? 
the page of the book. Now, so Israel both no judgment. So that's the reason. Malachi is going to the children of Israel, waking them up about judgment. Now he uh, so he was sent with this burden. It says in verse one of Malachi one one, the burden of the word of Yahweh. Y-H-W-A, to Israel by Malachi. Right. By Malachi. This is going on here. Now, he says, I'll read verse 2 just to, just to make it sound good. Got plenty of time. Read verse 1 again. The burden of the word of Yahweh, four-letter man, to Israel by Malachi to fear. Verse 2, I love you. This is what Yahweh told Malachi to tell Israel. I love you, Israel, says Yahweh. Yet you say, he said he even know your mindset. <laughs> yet you say, yet you, you say, wherein have thy love up? He even know what you're going to say before you say it. Was not Esau Israel's brother? Says Yahweh, yet I love some Jacob. I love me some Israel. Yahweh had a choice. He made a choice because he made a choice. Now, he made a choice. Let's go to Romans and show you that it's written that he made a choice. See, Yahweh made a choice. The mother had me one eighteen twenty three of Psalm. Yahweh made a choice. It ain't got nothing to do with the moderators, the six and on the camp. Yahweh made a choice. We're going to read where he made a choice at. We're going to Romans, Elder, and look at 9, verse 7, down to verse 13. Let's see Paul explaining that Yahweh made a choice. I have a problem today. We don't believe the Bible. Yahweh made a choice. Elder Mr. Tim Israel going to read Paul rehearsing the choice and telling the children of Israel that was in Rome, that was in the place in Rome, Italy, all in the area. Paul was talking. Let's see what he says that we can read, Elder. And 9, verse 7 to 13. Now, Paul is looking for the Israelites that's in Rome. He um, hemmed them up. Now, he just ready to talk to them. 9, verse 7 to 13. Take your time, Elder, and bring your A game. Come on. In the book of Romans, looking at chapter 9, reading verses 7 to verses 13. 7 says, Neither because they are the seed of Abraham, are they all children, but in Isaac they shall by seed be called. Eight. That it is they which are the children of the flesh. These are not the children of Yahweh, but the children of the promise are coded or counted for the seed. Nine. For this is the word of promise. At this time I will come, and Sarah shall have a son. And not only this, but when Rebecca also 
had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac. 11. For the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the promise of Yahweh according to election might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. said unto her, The elder shall serve the younger. 13. As it is written, Jacob or Israel have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Now, what was it written? Mother or elder? What was it written? What was it written? He says it's written. Paul said you can go back and read he just ain't talking to me talking. Esau have I, Jacob have I loved, Esau have I hated. Where is that written at? So Paul says, I know y'all are studies on what I'm saying to you in Rome. But he said you can go back and read it where it, it was said, Jacob have I loved and Esau have I hated. Now Paul says it was written. Now, mother or the elder. Where is it written that that quote that Paul was just quoting Balbatum? Where that quote was written at exactly that? Where that quote mm-hmm. at? Melka. What? Melka. What? Chapter one. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Three and four. Wait. Melka one. What? Let me let me get that down. Hilda said, "Oh." Elder said, Paul, what you say? Uh, I know it's Elder said, Paul, what you say? Elder said, Paul, what you say? Okay. I said, Melika. Okay. I said, Melika 1, 3. And and I I said, Melika 1, 2. And the seer will say Malachi 1, 2. Let's see which one is going to hold up. Now, the seer going to say it's written in Malachi 1, verse 2. So you say one verse, and it will say another, but the seer says it's written in verse 2. Now, okay. I wonder who's going who, who to stand up. I'm saying I'm looking at it. The precept is verse 2. But you and the elder said something totally different. Now, who right? Okay, verse 3. Read verse 2. Well, read verse, verse 2. Malachi chapter 1, verse 2. I have loved you, said the Yahweh. You, you say, for in, have thou loved us. But not you saw Jacob's brother, said the Yahweh, yet I love Jacob. So in verse 3 it says, and I hated Esau. And that's the question you asked. Was it written? That's right. So two and three. So two and three is right. So two, two go right into verse three. So when we read the prophecy based upon in Romans chapter nine, verse thirteen, it takes us to its precept right back to Malachi chapter one, 
2 and 3. It says in verse 2, I have loved you, says Yahweh. <laughs> Yet you say, wherein have thou loved up? Question. Was not Esau Jacob's brother, says Yahweh? Yet I love me some Jacob. Verse 3. And I hate Esau. Mm-hmm. So there's right there, verse 2 and verse 3. So that's what it's written. So Paul said, you can go back and read where it's written that, where I made a choice. It got nothing to do with racism, uh, one better than the other. Paul tells them, I made a choice. The sons weren't even born. I made a choice and taught my son my choice, and he brought it down to the angel, and he brought it down to the fear. So this ain't got nothing to do with us. That's why we got to read the Bible the way Yahweh give it to us and take our personal beliefs out of it. And again, I made a note of what I say. We have been taught what to think, not how to think. We are at the mercy of the teller. We've been taught by the teller, and he on taking this whole book and done a twenty nine fifteen on a elder, Mr. Till. He on took the whole Bible and done a Isaiah twenty nine sixteen. What do you say that we can read? In the book of Isaiah, chapter 29, verse number 16, I believe you said. 16 says, Surely your turning of things upside down shall be esteemed as potter's clay. For I shall the work say of him that it be made. He made me, or he made me not, or shall the things say of him that I framed it. He had no understanding. Uh-huh. Uh, so this thing has been done what, Elder? What does thing, thing have been done now at the present day? According to verse 29, this thing has been done what? It's been turned upside down. Excellent. Totally different. Excellent. That's what happened. This thing has been turned upside down. And that's why the bosses of the two Israelites, the sixth anointed camp, you got to get this right. So this thing has been turned upside down. And the verse that I want is that it has escaped me. It ever escaped me, and I don't know why it ever escaped me, but it's now been turned upside down. And what we will do, we love to just try to come up another way and understand that the Bible been turned upside down, and what he has put in the Bible, that's the end of it. We can't be thumbing around because if we just heard somebody's feelings, 
as it is. Because uh, now, Mother, give me that 118.23. You know you got a mark in it already. You got that Psalm 118.23 waiting on those here. So now I can stand that verse, Mother. 118.23. What does it say? The book of Psalms, chapter 118, verse 23. This is the Yahweh's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Yeah. And that's one of the greatest mysteries in understanding teaching of the Bible. This thing is Yahweh's doing. And it's supposed to be marvelous in our eyes. The way it is, the way it is. You're supposed to thank Yahweh he has created you to be Israel after the Esau. You're supposed to praise Yahweh every time you wake up. My, my, my. I'm glad I'm not made Esau. So Yahweh made an effort to make you Israel. And he made the other folks of white man to white woman, sinners of Esau. This is Yahweh doing. It got nothing to do with us. All we're doing is rehearsing the righteous act. So now I'm going to go back into Malachi. I'm going to rehearse the righteous act. Then I'm going to get on down the road. I'm going to go right back to Malachi. With that understanding, it ain't got nothing to do with sitting on the camp. Mind, he knows your thoughts and everything. And Malachi 1, 4. This is Yahweh is telling Malachi the fear. Wherein Esau and his five sons said, that would that would mean. We are in poverty. That means we, we've been we're down. We now we are up in the caves of Georgia, Russia, or Russia, Russia. That's where we are now. We are in the caves. We in bad shape now. We've been chased out according to Job thirty one through eight like a thief. Get up out of here. We've been chased like a uh, Russian. Russian. Russia. That's where we at. We're in caves now. So we're in the caves now. Sound like a bunch of jackasses in the caves. According to Job 30, verse 8. At the lowest point. They can't get no lower than that. But now they're in the caves. According to Job 30, verse 8. And they're talking among themselves. Look what they say. But we will return and build the desolate places. So they're saying in the caves of Georgia, Russell. We get at our lowest point now. We off in the caves. We've been ran there, according to Job 1, down to verse 8, like thieves. So get out of here. Chase them like a thief into the caves. That's why they don't know their home land neither. White man and white woman think they the caught they're the Caucasian mountain. That is not so according to the Bible. You from the land of the Horabs, which came to be land of Esau's land, right down below the Negev, right down from Israel, in the mountains over there, that's what your truth. If right now, if you say homeland for the Europeans, you will say Europe. That is wrong. The homeland for Esau 
is the land of Edom, right down on your map below Israel. You were chased out by the Nabatine Arabs out of your land. The Arabs jumped you, ran you down into Israel. John, our cranes tried to help y'all and learn a few of y'all some, but y'all got low down. Then they ran you up out of there and ran you straight on down to the Caucasus Mountains. And you was up in there. But this is what you said. See, this is prophecy. And this is what you said. You said, we will return and build a desert place. That's what you said. Y'all probably here. Let you bump your girls and talk all you want to talk. Still, we gonna mute the elder behind that. I don't like the way you going. The elder is too talking for tonight. Ain't that something? Well, well, mother.
chapter 18, verse 26 and verse 27, verse 26. And he began to speak boldly in this temple. When Hagar, the had heard, they took him unto them and expound unto him the way of Yahweh more perfect. Verse 27. And when he was disposed to pass into HR, the brethren wrote exhorting the disciples to receive him who when he was come helped them much which had believed through the covenant. So what are you saying? So, so, so Mark, we watch the best government on the network and all around the world. And we hear their speech. But we have to get ourselves prepared to guide them most perfectly. I mean, they got plenty of zeal. I mean, the mouth goes real loud. They, I really, they really believe that they own something. But we will take you to the side and show you most perfectly what this man is saying. So I'm, now I'm coming back myself to Malachi 1. And now I'm going to read verse 4. And let's see, if, when I read verse 4, let's see what's really in verse 4. Malachi 1, 4. Whereas Esau, mm-hmm. we will return and build the desert places. Thus says Yahweh of old, they shall build, but I will throw down. You're going to do it. You're going to do whatever your mouth says you're going to do. You're going to build and you have build. I'm going to throw down. And they, listen to the mother, and they shall call them, and they shall call them. Who are we talking about? And they shall call them. They gonna call them. What's the conversation about? The conversation about Yahweh talking to Malachi to tell the children of Israel. So he says, they, they shall call them the border of wickedness. They should call them the borders of wickedness. And the peoples against whom Yahweh has indignation forever. Mm-hmm. He didn't talk about who all follow Esau. He's saying the peoples of Esau is this thing, the umbrella over their head. It's not who follow Esau is this. But in this quote is the border of wickedness and the people. <laughs> and they shall call them the borders of wickedness. Who? Esau. <laughs> and the people of Esau. 
against who? Yahweh got indignation with forever. That's how you read that verse. The peoples of Esau, the peoples of Esau, he got an indignation with forever. Not the ones that follow him. Not the ones that follow him. He come out the bloodline of Esau, the peoples, who he got an indignation with forever. Yes, Lord, I mean Laura and 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 John. The people, this is Yahweh doing. That's why we got to read the Bible and keep our feelings out of it and just read the Bible. Mm-hmm. This verse is saying the peoples of Esau, who mm-hmm. he got indignation with forever. Okay. Now you see that? That's how you read that verse today. The fishing on the camp, you got to read the Bible. But take your feelings out of the Bible. And remember what we read earlier? What we read earlier. We have been taught what to think. We think it's talking about whoever draw to Esau. No. Get to do who draw to Esau. He's about a whole bloodline of people who he got indignation with forever. Mm-hmm. Not taught how to think. We are at the mercy of the devil. See, we've been taught totally wrong. And that's why we're in the condition we're in today. The people that have enslaved our mind is the one that gave us the degrees. And that's why we thumbing around with this word of Yahweh today. We can't believe when we when a troop is red. You can't believe that the WCC the Latter-day Saints, the Roman Catholic Church, all is descendants of Esau. And we and we read all of the descendants of Esau, WCC, World Council Churches, they are descendants of Esau. The Latter-day Saints, they are descendants of Esau. The Roman Catholic Church, they are descendants of Esau. You ain't going to change what the Bible, although they may have gave you a job and, and gave you a pension, but that don't deviate from what the Bible says. So when we go back to Thessalonians chapter 2, mother, 8 and 9, now you got a great understanding of what the man's saying. Second Thessalonians 8 and 9. What is that, mother? See, what it is, I know when you read the Bible, you're not going to be right. I know the closer one to you is going to be your greatest nightmare. Only because you read the Bible as it is, you're not reading the Bible by being programmed. He got indignation with the whole race of people called Esau descendants. That is translated today as the white man and the white woman. You can't get around it. You want to, go ahead. But that's why we got to read the Bible. You got to. Again, when you do get in position for the school, land, banquet hall, you got to teach your offspring the Bible. Not what you're looking at out of your eyes today. 
you got to teach them the Bible, the history of the Bible, the rise and the fall of the children of Israel, how you got in position, and how to get out of it. So when you read the second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, what do you read, Mother? Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8 and verse 9. And then shall that weakest be revealed, whom the Yahweh shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Verse 9. Even him whose coming is after the work of slavery, with all power and sign and mind wonder. You see the man just said, he said, he said, that wicked got to be revealed. That wicked has got to be revealed. Huh? I know you don't believe it because he writes to your check. He writes to your check and he uh, tell you good things about come get a basket over here and a basket over there. But that don't, deep, that don't alleviate what the Bible is saying. The wicked have been identified as Esau and his five sons. The wicked have been identified as they work from the ministry of Satan the devil. And, and, you, and, you, and you, you try to get around that. But we read what the Bible says. If you read the Bible, understand it, and understand what the Bible says, then you make the right decisions, but you're not making them at all now. Because, again, let me read my opening statement. We have been taught what to think, not taught how to think. You have been taught how to think. How do the Bible tell you you're supposed to think? Let's go to Acts 15, 15. Now, let's see how the Bible tells you how you're supposed to think. We go on the Bible. And see what the Bible says. How do you supposed to think? We want the Bible tell us how we supposed to think. Acts fifteen fifteen. Uh, okay. What is that? The Bible will tell us how we supposed to think. The book of Acts chapter fifteen verse fifteen. And to disagree the words of the. See us as it is written. What that mean, Mother? It means that uh, you agree with the word as it is written. No, it says more than that, Mother. It says more than that. It says more than that, Mother. Look at it real carefully and, and get and tell us what else do it say in verse fifteen. It said, and to disagree the words of the seal as it is written. What you saying, Mo? It said agree and it said and to disagree the words of the seal. As it is real. Uh-huh. What you're saying? 
You're supposed to agree with the fear as it is written. You're supposed to agree with the word. The word, the word of the fear as it is written. Excellent, Moses. Excellent. That is the law's cause and understanding. We're supposed to agree with the fear. But what kind of way? Say it again, Moses. He said that I said I said the word that was just written. Mother E said written. You agree yeah. with the fear what kind of way as it is written. If he's talking about the Bible saying
we thought he going to be the one that was to redeem Israel. Mm-hmm. And and more, it's the third day. So y'all go out and listen to them about the gun. They talk, they talk. They talking, they talking up, they talking up a good talk, mother. So they talking, and y'all go out and let them continue talking. And Luke twenty four. Now let's see, cause see y'all let you talk all the way. He let you bump the gums all the way. Then y'all knew it was time for him to say something. And we're going to see what he said to them after he heard them talking. And Luke 24, mother, let's see what he says in verse 25 and 26. Now, he, he heard them talking. Just like right now, we hear all the nations is talking, they talk. But then, Yahweh get ready to say something to them in verse 25 and 26. What do you say? Luke chapter 24, verse 25 and verse 26. Then he said unto them, O fool, and slow of mind to believe all that the seer hath spoken. Verse 26. Ought not Yahweh to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? He said, now, mother, which one of you mothers want to take what he said in verse 25? Who, who, want, who want to take a shot at that in verse 25? Which one of you mothers want to take a shot at, on verse 25? Now, you heard them talking. They were talking. We thought he would be the one to redeem Israel. So when they got through talking, who want to, who want to expound on verse 25? Okay, so what my understanding of verse twenty five, he's 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 telling them to believe all that the seer has spoken. But suppose they don't. But don't. But suppose they don't believe all the seer has spoken according to twenty five. What did he say? Suppose they don't. According to verse twenty five. Okay, so. If they don't believe it, well, I guess he called them fools. You, you guess? You, you guess he called them that? Are you guessing? No, that's what he said. That that what he said? He said, "Oh fools, and uh-huh. so, so and slow of mind to believe all that this seer has spoken." In the first districts. What does that, what, that verse 25 mean? We'll keep it right there in verse 25. What does that mean? Yeah. In other words, it said uh, they are slow. A man. Okay. Uh huh. And slow of mind. Uh huh. They slow to believe. So 
But but what but what he called them that slow a mind in verse fifteen. What what did he call them that slow a mind in verse fifteen? Okay, according to the second line, according to the second line, mother, what he called them that slow of mind. I hear you, mother Z, but what he says in the second line, when you slow a mind and and don't believe all the seer has spoken, what did he say you are? According to the second line, the first word. The second line, the first word. Why they commune together? Well, no, no, no. Hold on, mother. Second line, verse twenty-five. The second line. Oh, verse twenty-five. Slow mind. It says fools. No, the second, the first word in the second line. The first word in the second line. What do you call? Oh, fools. Okay. Say a little bit louder there, Mother Z. Oh, fools. Is that what your Bible say? Yes. Unto them, they are all fools. And so am I. Uh-huh. So, Yahweh saying, he on already done the thinking for you. All you got to do is believe what the Bible has got written. And the way he put the order, all you got to do now is just believe what the Bible says as it's written. That's what he say. He said, believe the seers as it's written. And if you don't believe the seers as it's written, then he's talking in verse 25. That's what he said. Then he said unto them, O fool. Slow a man to believe all that the seers have spoken. Because understand what he's saying in Luke 170, a mother Z. He's he's saying something in Luke 170. See, what we do, we get our feelings in the way of the Bible. And that's why we always open to the Roman Catholic Church. Latter-day Saints, World Council Churches, because we don't want to believe what the Bible is saying. Luke 1, verse 70, Mother Z. Hey, Mother Z, what do Luke 1, 70 say? Luke chapter 1, verse 70. Luke chapter 1, verse 70. As he spoke by the mouth of his righteous seal, which... Seal which has been since the world began begun. Uh-huh. So according to that, when Yahweh got something to say, Mother Z, who do he speak to first? According to one verse seventy. The seal. You see that? Since the world began. Right. Since the world began, if he want to get a message to you, that's how he operates since the world began. And now we over there messing out with the latter-day saints. 
Roman Catholic Church, the World Council of Churches, that ain't way the Bible operates. He spoke by the mouth of his righteous fears since the world began. I look at the Catholic Church then. Still, can I get a precept on that? You got to precept that. Okay. Uh, Mother, Mother E, let's run to Acts 3, 18 and 20. The Catholic Church out of New York want a precept. Let's give them a precept on that by going to Luke 3, verse 18 and 20. Let's see this right there, Mother E. Luke 18, 3, 18 and 20. We're going to give them a precept. And, and Mother Z had me um, 13, 26 of Acts waiting on me. The book of Luke, chapter Where's 3. Where's that at, Mother E? The book of 3, Luke, and Uh-huh. Okay. The book of Luke, chapter 3, verse 18 and verse 20. And many other things in his exhortation. Teaches he unto the people. Verse 20. And added yet this Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on, Mom. Hey, hold on. Look at, look at, look at Acts 318 real carefully. Look right down at 318 real carefully. Take your time, Mom. We got plenty of time. We got okay. plenty of time. Look at 318 real carefully. Acts 3.18. Okay. Mm-hmm. Acts 3.18. Chapter 3, verse 18 and verse 20. Acts 3. 21. I'll make it 18 and 21, Mother. Make it Acts 18 and 21. Okay. Acts chapter 3, verse 18 and 21. Acts chapter 3, verse 18. But those things which Yahweh before has shown by the mouth of all his fears that Yahweh should suffer he has so fulfilled, verse 21, whom the heavens must receive until the time of restitution of all things which Yahweh has spoken by the mouth of all his righteous fears since the world began. Now, Mother, Mother when Yahweh got something to say, how do he do it since the world began? He do it through the seal. Since the world began. Mm-hmm. That means that's how he operated since the world began. So how you going to change things now and now the Roman Catholic Church got his word? 
The Latter-day Saints got his word. The World Council Church got his word. That don't make no sense. That's why we've been taught wrong. It's time to unravel that bad understanding. That ain't how the Bible operates. He spoke by the mouth of his seers since the world began. In Malachi 3, verse 6, he don't change. Hebrews 13, verse 8, he don't change. So how do they got the message now? That means you ignoring everything written in the Bible. See? And that's why we've been conditioned to think what they tell us to think. And that's why we're in Proverbs today, and we don't see things according to the Bible. We see things according to what we see out of our eyes. No, no, sure, I've been told. Now, Mother V getting ready to read 13, chapter, verse 26 of the book called Acts. What is that, Mother V? The book of Acts. Uh, wait just mm-hmm. a minute. I know. The book 13, of Acts. The book of Acts, chapter 13, verse 26. Verse 26. Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, and whosoever among you spirit the Yahweh, to you is this word of this salvation sent. Yeah. Yeah, that. So the salvation is sent to the men of Israel, the stock bloodline of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to the children of Israel. That's who the salvation is sent. You ain't gonna never hear that read. He said, To you, children of Israel, is the salvation sent. Now watch the next verse. Come on, Mother. Mother Z, give me the next verse. Oh, the next verse, Acts, Acts chapter 13, verse 27, verse 27, for, for, for you that dwell at Yagda Judah and, and the rulers, because they know him not, neither, nor yet the voice of the seal, which are read every Sabbath day, every Sabbath day, that they have fulfilled, they have fulfilled. Pardon me? Go ahead, Mom. You say? Oh. No, no, you, you're doing all right. So you oh. see... That he um he spoke by the mouth of all his righteous seers, and in verse twenty-seven says, "The seer will be the seer." What what's saying about verse twenty-seven again? Okay, you want me to read it over? Yeah, uh, read, uh, read it verse twenty-seven again. Verse twenty-seven. Yeah, verse twenty-seven. But, for they that dwell at Yagda Judah and 
the rulers because they know him not now nor yet the voice of the seal which are read every Sabbath day they have fulfilled them in condemning him. So so according to verse twenty seven you can hear the voice of the seal. When mother? Every Sabbath day. You hear the day. voice of the Every Sabbath day. Every Sabbath day you can hear the voice of the seer every Sabbath day. Every Sabbath day. And, and that is true. So Yahweh's plan is always in motion and in action. We just got to believe this Bible. Our problem today, we don't believe the Bible, and that's why we're in the condition we're in today. And that's why so much stuff has happened to us all over the world. Because we refuse to believe the Bible. We, we, we refuse to believe that next week is Passover. We ain't paying that no never mind. So, you see? And that's why you're going to pay the price. Now, um, I still can't figure that verse out, won't. Well... And I ain't going to telegraph from that verse at all. But it's a verse that I want because I got to get down to where I was told about Erie and all that good stuff. But now, hey, mothers, if we clear about who the wicked is according to First Thessalonians 2, 8 and 9, who is the wicked? Who is the wicked? He saw in his five fronts. That's just the fact of the matter. That's just the fact of the matter. But I know it's, it's hard for us to believe that. And the descendants of each of his five sons is that man over there called the Pope. Huh? Mm-hmm. That is the descendants of Esau. Right. The Pope. We can't believe it. We can't believe it. You know why? Because remember, we said earlier, we have been taught what to think, not taught how to think. We are at the mercy of the teller. And that's what's going on right now. See, we, I mean, that's just the way it is. So now, mother, you know, so um, now let's get a little further. Now let's get down to a little further. Now, last night I talked about Erie, mm-hmm. and I had a lot of calls about Erie, but one thing, the big camps all over the world, Nigeria, with 40 million people, they got to understand something. If somebody knows your history, we read last night about who is the descendants of Erie. And we let Brother Micaiah, he finally came out of his cave to uh, take a look at this right here. Because we want to get on Erie. We want to find out who Erie is, and we want to we talk about some things that's Erie is today. 
Matter of fact, a, a mother, mother E, read me a, a verse in the book of Judges, 18. Give me Judges 18 there, mother. In the book of Judges 18, it makes a profound statement about something. See, Yahweh has done all the thinking for us. All we got to do is apply apply what he's saying and keep it keep it moving. See, we want to do a lot of thinking. And verse 29, mother, then what we'll do, we'll get, we'll get to our closing statement because the young lion going to take it on in from here. And we'll get to our closing statements. And we'll catch the eyeball to eyeball on the bottom part of the Sabbath day. So now, now we're gonna bring Mother Z in and give a, and get a comment after you read this verse. We'll get y'all closing statements. Then we're gonna put the young the young line. We're gonna put him to uh to do a little roar and right now. So Judges okay. chapter chapter uh eighteen twenty nine. Can you help me out there, Mother? And then give me a closing statement. And then we go on to Mother Z and let see what Mother Z got to say for her closing statement or whatever she want to say about top power of the Sabbath day. What does it say we can read, Mother? And we go on to 18, 1829. The book of Judges, chapter 18, verse 29 reads, And they called the name of the city Dan. After the name of Dan, their father, who was born unto Israel. Down there, mother. That's good. So when you migrate to a place, mother, according to the Bible, what do you suppose to do if you migrate to a place? Just like you move into a house. What do you suppose to do first when you get to the house? What do you suppose to do according to that verse of them? Okay. You're supposed to give it a name. Give it who name? Okay, in this verse it said Daniel. So they call it they okay. call it they call it city. Uh, the city they call it after the name of Daniel, their father. So when you when you migrate somewhere, you both take who name with you and place it there, according to verse twenty nine. Your your name. Your name. Your name. That's right. So when you migrate somewhere, you take your name there. That's exactly right, mother. So when we get when we're talking about this guy in a minute. That's what have been lost, and that's why you got all the mother names. And we're gonna take, we're gonna talk about that later. So, mother, what's your closing thing behind that, mother? What's your closing thing behind that? Then we're gonna bring mother Z in and get our commentary and our closing statement. Asking on y'all part, y'all here down in grand style. Although the, the big dignitary said we're gonna milk out your elder, he's through talking for the night. So that's how y'all roll. That's how you roll. So. Mother what's your closing statement behind that? Come on. Uh, just thanking and praising Yahweh for the class and thanking and praising Yahweh for this lesson. Uh, thanking and praising Yahweh to be in the class. 
and just thank Yahweh for allowing us to have a class. Hallelujah. Excellent. I 
Verse 20. Nay, but, O man, who are you that replies against Yahweh? Should the thing form say to him that formed it, why have you made me thus? Verse 21. Have not the part of power over the clay mm-hmm. of the same mm-hmm. to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor? Verse 22. What if Yahweh willing to show his wrath and to make his power known endures with much long suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction? Mm-hmm. The vessel of wrath fitted to destruction. Yahweh made two vessels, one for mercy and one to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Never there. Now, who is he talking about? Read verse 13. The book of Romans, chapter 9, verse 13. Verse 13 reads, And it is written, Israel have I loved, but Esau have I hated. You see that? Take on your two vessels. He made one vessel for mercy and another vessel to be destroyed. He said this is his doing. The two children had nothing to do with it. He, he put that thing on him in the womb. So it is why he started apologizing for what Yahweh did before the two sons was born. The two sons is Esau, the white man and the white woman, and Jacob, the black man and the black woman. This is his daughter. And all you both say in 1823, we're not reading again, the song, this is Yahweh's daughter. So it's marvelous in our now let's go back to um, and Second Corinthians 5, Chronicle 15. This is the verse I was looking for earlier. I'm going to line and put my coat on it. And Second First Chronicles 15, 13. Now listen to it because that, that first did defile me, but the young line roared out of its cave and said, there is you look above the 15, what, 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 15, 13, right? Is you look for 15, 13, see here? See, that's what I like to First part of 15, okay, we can go. The first part. What? Chapter 15, verse 13. You can go. What are the rules? For because you did it not at the first. The Yahweh, our Yahweh, made a breach upon us, for that we sought him not after the due order. You see that? Yahweh made a breach on us because you did not do it on what kind of order? The due order. Due order. When you get out of due order, Yahweh had made a breach on the whole nation of Israel until this day. Because they refused to do what kind of way? The do order. Do order. That's the game changer, mother. 
if we start doing things the way he tells us to do, the do order, he'll take the breach and start repairing the breach on us. But long we figure that that just can't be right what he don't say. But you don't have the background to know that he created two vessels. One, I give him time to mercy me up. Another, I didn't create them to have mercy. They were fitted, being made to be destroyed. I know that's hard because you got the friend Be- Becky and and Jeff and Jessica, whatever. But it's just the Bible. Once we start teaching the Bible and make a Bible decision. And since we don't want to do Bible, he made a break on us because we were not doing it. Yeah. Now, what is do order? We're going to come chapter 7. Now, we're going to read do order, and I want you to pay attention because I'm going to get on eerie in a minute. Eerie. I'm going to get on eerie in a minute because I have plenty of calls about eerie. Let's see what Yahweh said in the seventh chapter of Numbers. Chapter 1, verse number 2. 7, 1 and 2. Let's say your line. Number 7, 1 and 2. Let's look at Numbers. Chapter 7. We're going to pick it up at verse number 1 and verse number 2. Book of Numbers, chapter 7, verse 1 and verse 2. Verse 1 reads, It shall be. Verse 1 reads, And it came to pass on the day that Moses had fully set up the temple and had anointed it and sanctified it and all the instruments thereof, both the altar and all the vessels thereof, and had anointed them and sanctified them. Verse 2, That the presence of Israel, heads of the family of their fathers, who were the princes of the tribe and were over them. That's what numbers offered. Mm-hmm. Now the princes of Israel had to come make an offer. Now how do we operate? Remember, he made a breach on us because we didn't do it in due order. 7, 1, 2, 9, verse number 3. Number 3. Seven twelve. The book of Numbers, chapter seven, verse twelve. Verse twelve reads. And he that offered his offering the first day was Nashon, the son of Aminadad, of the tribe of Yadadu. So the first one supposed to come and make an offering out of the twelve tribes is what tribe? Yadadu. Let's go to the Numbers chapter ten, verse one and fourteen. Look at Numbers, chapter 10, we'll pick it up at verse number 1, and verse number 14, verse 1 reads, And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 14, In the first place went the standard of the camp of the children of Yadatud. So in first place, whatever will be done, what order do 
from between his feet until Shiloh come and until him shall the gathering of the people be. So how long do Judah supposed to be the lawgiver? According to verse, that verse, how long do Judah supposed to be the lawgiver until when? The ruler shall not depart from Yadatu, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come, and until until Yahweh the Son come, and until him shall the gathering of the people be. So Judah falls to remain in that number one seat until when? Until Yahweh the Son comes. Until Yahweh the Son. Thank you, that mother. So Judah, regardless of whatever the circumstance it is, Judah will be the number one tribe until, he gave your timeline, until Yahweh the Son speaks. Now, I'm going over here and I'm looking for a verse. Get down to verse number 19. And verse 20. 49 chapter 19 and verse 20. All right. The book of Genesis, chapter 49, verse 19 and verse 20. Verse 19 reads, Gad, a troop shall overcome him, but he shall overcome at the last. So now he's talking about Gad. Now Gad is one of the tribes of Israel. And Gad was to go down and return. Now, when the children of Israel was overthrown in Israel, Gad done something that we agree. We're going to get a name. Now with the other thing we got, so far, what do 33, 1, and 7 say? A Deuteronomy. All right. Going to the book of Deuteronomy. Let me pick it up in chapter 33, 1, and verse number 7. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 3, verse 1, read. And this is the blessing wherewith Moses, the man, of Yahweh blessed the children of blessed the children of Israel before itself. Verse seven. And this is the blessing of Yahdatu. And he said, Hear, Yahweh, the voice of Yahdatu, and bring him unto the earth, and bring him unto his people, that his hands be sufficient for him, and be you and help to him. From his uh-huh. So again, Moses knew that the prophecy was that when the children of Israel get scattered, but he's going to send what people to them to get them on their feet, according to verse number seven. Wherever children of Israel at, who's supposed to do what according to 30? 33, verse 7. Who's supposed to do what? He said, your enemy. 
until he comes. Now, now, say all that. Now we're going to Genesis chapter 46. Now we're going to Genesis 46. Because the tribe, now they became known as another name now. And Genesis chapter 46. 46. And we're looking for a name in 46, round about verse number 16. 
Henry started calling calling the four letter man Evet. I-C-R-A. That's what they know today. And they call themselves today as uh, the ones that got to know in Nigeria. All of them, they call them Evet. Evet. And when the European Esau got a hold to it, they took the word Evet and came up with the word called Yahweh. That's where they get their Yahweh from. This. They knew what he said, Evet, but this Evet came from Y-H-W-H first. Then this word got to Evet, A-V-R-A, and they called themselves, that's how you go on the airways or look around, they call themselves the Evet people. Evet, A-V-R-A. And then, then when Esau got a hold to that word, here he said, Evet, from Yahweh, to Evet. And then when Esau got a hand on it, it became known as Yahweh, Yahweh, what I mean, Yahweh. From Evet, Yahweh, and Evet, A-V-R-I, became from Y-H-W-H. Now, Nigeria is over 40 million strong. They call themselves now the Evet. Now, as time went on, they dropped the I, and now they call themselves E-E-B-E-W-E or E-B-E. they all over the place right now. It's a four letter is what I'm, I'm going to get. They call it, we, sometimes you see them right now, they call themselves the Evet people. But wait a minute. When you do not see the lead tribe, which is Judah, and you start doing your own thing, I want to know if this Evet, and this is what you will go and get. We're going to Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 through 16. Let's see what he says there. And this was, and they'll read this verse to you. They'll read this verse to you. You get them on the telephone, they'll go and read this verse to you. That's Y B R I when I said Evet. Second Chronicles chapter seven, fourteen through sixteen. This is the reason, this is the reason they come up with that conclusion. Read the online. Second Chronicles seven, fourteen on verse sixteen. The book of Second Chronicles, chapter seven, verse fourteen down to verse sixteen. The book of Second Chronicles, chapter seven, verse fourteen reads: If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sins, and will heal their hands. They what? They lay. They lay. Verse 15. Now my eyes shall be open, 
my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. Verse 16. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house, this temple, that my name may be there forever, and my eyes and my mind shall be there perpetually. Now, when you're doing your research on the, the Nebo tribe, one that um, Thomas Jackson said he came out of, and you start doing the research over in not over there in uh, Nigeria, you arrive and you ask the question, what is the I bet people that? How did I start name again? I be what? Right now in your line? Did you write it down? Yeah, I, I, I wrote it down. I just, I just wiped over it with my ink pen. So, these are the four letters they use right now, and they call themselves the, the, the Adventists. Some use the three letters, and they'll, and they'll quote you this verse right here, showing you that in the second Chronicles 7, 14 through 16, if the people called by my name, Adventists, Adventists, and they said, well, where does Adventists come from? It's coming from Tetragrammaton, the four letters, which, which is the European called Yahweh. So you're saying people is called by thy name is called Yahweh? Yes. Yeah, that's what they call it. You call by his name. But see, by you not going to Judah and get the proper breakdown on this verse right here, the people is called by my name, the people is called by name is not. Y-H-W-H is not Abed, it's not Yahweh. The people called by my name if they harm themselves. So we, we caught the gate and get that wrong. The people is called by his name, we're going to read the people called by his name by going to 49, 1, 2, and 3. That's the name you're talking about. See, you got to make sure that God is before me and strong. The people that's called by my name is not Abed. It's not Yahweh. The people that's called by my name is not Y-H-W-H, Yahweh. The people that's called by my name, you got to precept your Bible to 49, 1, 2, and 3, what it says. The book of... Book of Isaiah, chapter 49, verse 1, 2, and 3. Verse 1 reads, Listen, O house, unto me, and hearken, you people, from far. The Yahweh has called me from the womb. From the bowels of my mother has he made, has he made mention of my name. Verse 2, And he has made my mouth like a sharp sword. The shadow of his hand has he hit me. It made me his quiver as he hid me. Verse 3. It says to me, You are my servant, O Israel, in whom will in, in whom I will be glorified. So he said, You will be my servant, O Israel. Now I'm going to back up the number and see where that's coming from. Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 down to verse 27. So the people that's called by his name, they not called 
the people of Abed, the people of Hebrew, I mean the Hebrew, I mean um, Yahweh or Yahweh. The people is not called by his name. That's not the number one name. But we'll show you how you break that down to use that. But the people is called by his name. He didn't give them the name of Abed or Yahweh, the Tetragrammaton. He didn't give them that name. This is what he says in Numbers 6, 22, down to verse 27. The book of Numbers, chapter 6, verse 22, down to verse 27, verse 22 reads. And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, verse 26, speak unto Aaron and unto his son, saying, On this wise you shall bless the children of Israel, saying, saying unto them, 24, the Yahweh bless you and keep you, 25, the Yahweh make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you, 26, the Yahweh lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, 27, and they shall put my name upon the Gentiles of Israel. We got to and they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. So his name is Israel. That's what name he put on the children of Israel for the blessing. But they must follow the program of his father, why he Let's go to 2 Kings chapter 17, 34. 2 Kings 17, 34. So when you talk to those around the 40 million Nigerians, and you find out they, they say, well, we are the Ebet, Ebet people. That's what that means. Where it comes from the text of Ramatown, the YHWA, and you know, the YHWA, but when the other nations got a hold to it, they start breaking that name down to E B E E B E E W E. So what's that name? Uh, first of all, when you read 2 Chronicles 14 through 16, he was called by uh, his name is not Yahweh, Y-H-W-H or I-R-O-B, whatever I said earlier in the four letters, if I marked out for right now, you got to come back to me. I don't four letters that I, at the moment, did anyone of y'all write some four letters down I, I said earlier? I got to flip my mind up on some four letters. But never mind, I, I, I deal with it later. Four you said, you said A B R A and A B R I. That's what I wrote down. Well, I said something saying I B. I B something. No, I want, I want the four letters. I said they used the four letters. That's the three letters. But I, I did say it four letters too. And that four letters just four letters. That's what four letters. A B A B R A. And A B I mean A B R I. Those are four letters. Yeah. That's that's what I wrote down. Well, I thought I said I thought I said an I or A. Okay, well whatever. Good. Whatever four I do four from is wrong. They, both of them are drawn the card just in Nigeria anyway. They say it's a, 
I-B-R-A or A-B-R-A. I forgot what I read down now because um, right now it, it um, they follow me right now. The mother be close enough. A-B-R-A-R-I or I-B-R-I. That's the four letters they use today. They call them better. And then use this verse right here saying the people, we are called by his name. And they put the word in there, no, no. That don't go there. Israel go there. How we know Israel go there? Second Kings 17, 34. Let's say y'all line. The book of Second Kings, chapter 17, verse 34 reads, Unto this day, they do after the former matter. They fear not Yahweh, neither do they neither do they after their statute or after their ordinance or after the law and commandment which the Yahweh commanded the children of Israel, the children of Jacob, whom he named Israel. The children of Jacob, whom he named Israel. See, he didn't name them Yahweh. He didn't name, you got to worship Yahweh. He didn't name them Yahweh. He named them Israel. Mm-hmm. See, this is where Nigeria goes because they have to seek the lead tribe and and because they got to a land, they are multiplied 40 million strong, but you can't go in second corner for the you 7, 14 through 16. Um, the people are called by my name, Hamadi, which means Y-H-W-A. I'm going to take the grandma time. No. He's talking about the people called by his name. It's going to be Israel. Israel's people called by his name. And you get one more witness on it. Isaiah 48, 1 through 5. Keep it good. Isaiah 48, 1 down to verse 5. Go to the book of Isaiah. Chapter 48. We'll pick it up at verse 1 down to verse number 5. The book of Isaiah. Chapter 48, verse 1 reads, Hear you think, O family of Israel, which are called by the name of Israel. Which is called by the name of Israel, not Yahweh, not I-B-R-A-I. No, they is called by the name of Israel, the four letters in Israel. The four letters, sometimes you hear take the vows out and put the four letters in Israel. You take the vows out and want to, and I S R L. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find, and they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart.